What is going on, squad? My name is Brian Mark, and I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches who want to make more money, change more people's lives, and have more of an impact in the world without spending any money on ads, websites, or even a funnel. Now, I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month over the course of four years, and in the last two years, I've helped over 500 online fitness coaches quit their jobs and take their businesses online. Also, 50 of those students are over 10K each and every single month. Now, thank you so much for being here. Let's get into today's episode. What is going on, fam? Today, I'm joined by my partner in crime, and we're going to be talking about the Sober February Challenge. This is the Change Lives Make Money Online Training Podcast, the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. Me and Bay have something that we're doing today. This is my partner in crime, and we're going to be talking about the Sober February Challenge. What's up, Bay? What's up, baby? I'm super excited for this challenge. Brian and I generally will do like usually like at least 90 days throughout the year where we're sober. And I was just saying that every single time we do this, I learn something about myself. And I honestly just appreciate life on a non-stimulant level. Like I can just enjoy life without being like, oh, I need a drink to enjoy this dinner. I need a drink to enjoy this birthday, you know? Yeah. So I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. I'm going to get a little bit vulnerable with you because I want to share something with you guys that a lot of you might not know. And honestly, it's super fucking embarrassing for me to open up and share. So I'm going to do my best to share something that I've been struggling in silence with for the last couple of years, all right? Okay, so I'm just gonna let it out and let you guys know, like I've chewed tobacco for the last two years. So for me, chewing tobacco, um, it started out when I was uh, in junior football. Everybody was doing it. I wanted to be cool. And so I just would like chew tobacco. Everybody else was doing it. I just like, I didn't really kick the habit after football was done either. I just like kind of kept chewing. For me, it was like, I justified it with like all sorts of excuses too. So, you know, I'm, you know, working out five days a week, like I'm eating healthy. And so it doesn't matter. And then I was just like, all these like bullshit reasons for like continuing this like negative, like gross habit. I was like, it helps me focus. I was like, it relieves my stress. I'm like, I'm still working out and eating healthy. And for you guys, that might not seem like a big deal, but I fucking hated it. Like, I literally hated it. I was disgusted with myself that I had this habit. Like, I'm this leader for other people. And I'm like, and I hated the fact that I like couldn't stop myself from chewing. Like I knew it was gross. I actually like, I felt so ashamed. I'm like, I have every other area of my life handled. Like my business is good. My fiance is amazing. I'm like, my fitness is going super well. But I knew like there was this like gross habit that I had and it was like disgusting and I like couldn't fix it. And I'm like, I just hated it. It was disgusting. And Kirsten knows. She watched me grow through it and she like was there when I was struggling. Dude, yeah. So really funny story, you guys. So Brian and I, before we started dating, we were best friends and we had this deal. And the deal was every time Brian chewed tobacco, he would eat transfer me $5. Every time I would text message my ex, I would send him $5. So we kept fucking sending each other money back and forth. We kept sending each other money. But even prior to our relationship, it was something we struggled with. And I saw him like throw away the chew can 85 times and we would have a dinner and he'd be like, fuck, like I have to tell you something like fucking chew tobacco. And I could see how much it angered him. But I also like you guys, I tried and like, this is, I'm sorry that I did this, but I tried to almost force him to start start quitting before he was ready. So I was like, yo, me or chew, like it's a disgusting habit. I don't like it. And like, it just wasn't the right timing, but I've seen him struggle back and forth and quit for three days and then go back. And it's like, this is one of the strongest humans I have ever met in my entire existence. And I know that that might seem biased because yes, I'm marrying him and I feel extremely blessed to be marrying him, but he really is you guys. He quit drinking for a hundred days when he met me because I said I wouldn't date a partier. But I have seen him struggle back and forth, back and forth with chewing tobacco. Yeah. So there was finally one day I just like, I burst into tears and I was like, I fucking hate myself. Like I don't want to chew and I can't stop chewing. And I like was just literally like hysterically like screaming and crying. And I was like, I don't know why the fuck like I hate chewing so much and I can't stop chewing. And I'm like, I literally like hate myself. 
And I was just like, I'm so done with this. Like, I'm so done with this, like feeling of like, feeling like I don't have control. I'm so done with this feeling of like, I want to quit something so bad and I want to make my life better, but I literally can't stop myself from doing this thing that I like absolutely hated. And I was like crying and I was screaming. I was like, why the fuck can I quit? Like, I was so mad. And Kirsten hugged me and she told me that everything was going to be all right. And then finally I was like, yo, I was like, I just need to find a solution. I'm just going to find a solution. So I ended up talking to my counselor, Janine, and I talked to Janine about my plan to quit. And Janine told me to read this book. And so if you're struggling with quitting smoking, I want you to write this down. This changed my fucking life. Yes. Janine told me to read this book and it's was called the easy way to quit smoking. It was called the easy way to quit smoking. Now, guys, I actually don't like reading books. Like, I hate it. So I was like, I didn't end up reading the book. There's an audiobook version, and it was available online. So every single day, I'd sit down and I'd listen to a chapter of this book, and it was called The Easy Way to Quit Smoking. Now, the way that the process works with The Easy Way to Quit Smoking is as you're listening to the audiobook, like, they allow you to continue to, like, chew or quit or whatever. And so they're like, yeah, you can continue to chew as you're listening to this audiobook. So I was listening to it. I was listening to it. And then it, like, honestly, I kept procrastinating, too, like, because the way that the book works is you're allowed to chew or smoke while you're listening to the book. But then as soon as the book is done, you have to quit. Like the book is done. You have to quit. So I kept procrastinating finishing the book because I knew that if I finished the book, that would mean that I needed to quit. It was 47 chapters. Needless to say, I finished it like a week and a half ago. And as soon as I finished it, I had my last dip and it was honestly fucking easy. Like he woke up in the morning and I'd been sleeping and oh my God, his energy level. He's like, babe, I just chewed my last tobacco rejoice. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? But for some reason, you guys like, I really believed him this time. There's been a few times he's quit and in my head, I'm just like, I, okay, okay, okay. I'm always going to support you. But like, there was something different about this time. I was, I was like, like, I'm done. He, and he was rejoicing. He was, he I was, was like, this is the best day of my life. I quit. around the house. And like, even now I'll be downstairs. Me and Haley will be downstairs. Just like enjoying our breakfast peacefully. And all I hear from upstairs in the bathroom is rejoice. I'm a non-smoker <laughs> rejoice. And he's, you, he literally just, I actually feel it. Yeah. I actually feel and it. Every time maybe he's like, Oh, I'm feeling a little bit anxious. This would be a time that I would yeah. go to chew tobacco. He's yeah. like, but Rejoice. 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 I'm done. Rejoice. <laughs> it's literally, that's, I'm not fucking joking. We've been saying this, you guys. Oh, and I told Brian, I was like, there's something about, I'm like, I got a little bit nervous to do no drink February because it's like my sister's birthday. It's mine and Brian's anniversary. And then I was like, nah, I'm going to fucking rejoice. Yeah, I'm going to rejoice. We need booze to be yeah. cool. So We're cool as we are. So I know this sounds fucking insane, but it's true. Like I'm dead certain that I had my last dip ever. And for me, like, guys, it's been a week. And usually I don't make it more than two days before finally I'm like, ah, oh, like, fuck it. Like, I'm done. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to go dip. Usually that's how it works. It's been a full week and I like actually love my life and I feel so good. And I'm certain that this is the last time. And I've never felt better about myself. Like, not only like, like, usually you're supposed to get like withdrawals and it's supposed to be painful. But for me, it was like, like after reading the book, it was actually fucking easy. And it sounds super insane, but it's actually true. So there's been like no withdrawals. I've been feeling awesome. I'm feeling so good. So full of energy. And I'm actually proud of myself. And that's the key. Like, I'm like, I feel like when we're doing something that we don't necessarily, that's not good for us, like smoking or drinking too much or whatever it is for me, or also like when I overcame my cocaine addiction, like we're not proud of ourselves. Like we're not like happy, right? But for me, like I've got like energy, power and enthusiasm for every day. And that for me is like a gift. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. 
Again, go to my Instagram at the real by Mark and DM me the words more clients and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. something yeah i'm super 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 proud of you super proud of you i've just watched him completely level up and rejoice every single rejoice so i'm super proud of you rejoice rejoice i'm a non-smoker rejoice rejoice in the non-smoking all right guys so my story is a little bit different than brian's i had a really big problem with drinking and i think in the time i didn't realize but i used booze as a coping mechanism for a very long time and you guys every single time i would go out my my shot of choice was 151 with oh my god i'm in a gag oh god <laughs> Woo! 151 with tequila okay 151 with tequila disgusting and I would drink I had to be the life of the party the center of the tension and there'd be like all these guys surrounding me like there's no way you're gonna I'd be just taking shots and then I would completely forget the night I would do things I was completely embarrassed of and then guess what I would do the next weekend repeat the cycle I would call my mom crying I would do something stupid my mom would say you really need to stop drinking and then I wouldn't listen to her and I would do it again and again and again every single relationship that I've been in a huge issue um was yeah that I've dated a couple of buttheads but also like my drinking like I dealt with my pain by drinking copious amounts of alcohol and it would make me go do things that I never in my right mind would do as sober Kirsten right now. So I thought for a very long time that drinking just wasn't going to be a part of my life. I would stop drinking for 30 days. Now Brian and I have just created this like new lifestyle that it just doesn't include partying. Like even- Hallelujah! Rejoice! Rejoice. It doesn't (laughs) include- partying. Like I don't get the urge. I'm like so happy with my relationship. I'm so happy with my fitness that I don't get the urge to drink away and make my life feel more exciting by not remembering it. Does that make sense? You guys, like, I don't feel the need to cope with anything with alcohol. Even when I'm stressed out, even when we're not seeing eye to eye, which we look really cute on this podcast, but if sometimes we do not see eye sometimes to eye, we piss at each other. We are, we call it pissing. And then we'll, we'll, we'll go up to each other. And I'm like, I kind of want to stop pissing now. Do ya? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like when you're pissing at each other, like we call it, we're like, I was we're like, pissing. you're pissing at me. Right yeah. Now. And he'll like come in, he'll come in and he'll like, you didn't give me a hug this morning and you were being a real big pisser and you're pissing at me. Are you sorry? And I'll be like, you're pissing at me. <laughs> That's like our, we have our own little language. Haley thinks we're absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> But I really did have a problem with alcohol to the point where maybe I wouldn't be classified as an alcoholic. What really classifies as an alcoholic? But it was a huge issue. It ruined relationships, friendship. Oh my God, you guys, the stories and the cringeworthy stories that I have from Kirsten on the 151 shots. Thank you for letting me find happiness without booze. So yeah, that's kind of like my backstory and just an addiction that I had because I was 100% addicted to over drinking, blacking out and not remembering what I did the night before. So guys, here's our thing, right? For me, it's like, for the reason that it was so fucking hard for me to quit chewing tobacco for such a long time is I always viewed it as I was giving something up. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm giving up the thing that like helps me focus. Or I'm giving up this thing that's like, blah, blah, blah. I'm giving up this thing. And like, it's funny because when we're like doing the thing that we don't necessarily like doing, like drinking, right? When we're doing that thing, it's almost like in order to give up drinking and we feel like we're giving something up, like we're making a sacrifice. And that for me is why it was so challenging for me to quit chewing tobacco is because I always viewed it as a sacrifice. Yes. Which is why I think the key to my successful quitting, and this is also the key to my sober February that me and Kirsten are doing, is to actually celebrate. Rejoice. Rejoice. 
Rejoice. It's not only to make the decision to be sober for all of February, which is what we're doing. And guys, for me, it's like the reason we're making the decision to be sober for all of February is because I want to claim back some more of my fucking power. And I like, I caught myself being like, okay, well, it's our anniversary. So maybe we'll be sober for February, but then let's like have some drinks on our anniversary. Oh, but it's my sister's birthday. And I'm like, screw that. I don't need to add alcohol to a situation to make it fun. I'm already we fucking the, cool. Exactly. We all, and we already have so much fun together in the morning at the gym. Like, Rejoice. I'm not giving up free workout. Like I'll just be, I'll be drinking. I'll be drinking some free fucking workout on the rocks, babe. For our That's what I'm talking about. And it's like, guys, like if we're going to, and then we got thinking like, okay, so I, it feels so good to just literally something that I was addicted to for two years, just give it up in the snap. I was like, it's done. And I guarantee you it's fucking done. It's done. I know it's, it's done. done. Yeah. So to literally make that decision and just claim back some of my power and for me to feel like certain in that is like, mm, that shit feels good, dog. So I made the decision that I'm going to claim back some more of my power and we're just not going to drink for all of February. Oh, drinking. No, drinking, no drinking, no drugs, no, no drugs. weed gummies, no smoking on the marijuana, no eating on the edibles, none of it. Nothing, nada, Nothing. yet. But pre-workout, you can do pre-workout. We can do pre-workout. Yeah. And coffee. And coffee. You can also yeah. do coffee. coffee. But maybe for somebody that doesn't struggle with drinking, maybe you have 10 cups of coffee a day. So maybe that's like your sober February, right? Like everyone's different. So take this challenge and make it your own. Okay. So this is how, then we got thinking like, yo, if we're going to do sober February, let's just involve our, our, our audience, yeah, our audience, our tribe, our squad. Yes. So curious, who wants to do sober February with us? I do. I do. I do. Rejoice. I do. Me, me. Rejoice. Rejoice. Rejoice in sober February. <laughs> Who wants to do sober February with us? Like, I'm serious though. Who wants to? We're doing sober February. And for us, like, guys, you don't have to be like working with us as our clients in order to participate. It's actually really fucking simple. Okay. Here are the rules. No booze, no drugs for all of February. That's it. Completely sober. No pus of the marijuana, no wine on a Saturday night. No mimosas on your Sundays. Nothing. Nada. Nien. Zero. Sober February. And here's the catch. Here's the catch. Not only do you have to be sober, but you also have to be excited. Yes. Rejoice. 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 I'm going to get that rejoice. on my face. You have to rejoice. You have to rejoice. Not only do you have to be sober, but you have to be excited about it. Don't look at it as a chore. Look at it as a blessing. Like, like I'm oh my God. so grateful. Like, I'm going to be sober all month? Dude, I can't Shit. wait to stay up until 10 p.m. and watch movies with you sober as fuck on Dude, and I'm like going to feel great every single day. Every I'm going to feel amazing. Every day. I'm going to find other ways to cope with stress. I'm fucking stoked. I'm excited. I'm sober and excited as fuck. I'm sober yes. and excited as fuck. That's the mantra. Exactly. I'm, I'm sober, sober and, and excited. excited as fuck. I love that. That's the mantra the mantra guys the way that i quit smoking was a two-part process it's commit and then rejoice 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 and i know that like the word rejoice might also make you guys feel like it's like uh like a christian thing because it does and i've got i've got by the way my family's christian but i've got like there's no association with christianity if that word kind of makes you feel like oh that's like you know Rejoice. Rejoice. I, rejoice. Dude, I love the word rejoice. I love I the word rejoice. All the time. Rejoice. 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 We're rejoicing. So guys, if you're doing sober February with us, that's it. Like, see, most people, when they quit something, like when they're quitting drinking, they resent it and they feel like they're making a sacrifice. Like, oh, I'm giving up alcohol yes. for 30 days. I'm giving up smoking. But like, that's why most non-smokers go back to smoking because they feel like they gave something up. Yes. 
right? Yes. No, and no, like, no. You like thinking about situations like, oh, I have to go to this birthday without having a drink. I get to go to this birthday and be able to drive everyone home safe and sound. And I get to wake up in the morning. And I'm going to be the life of the party. Dollars. And I'm going to be working I'm gonna be- on the tables. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be shaking that bootay. I'm just kidding. But it's like, but it's the mindset though, right? Because if you think like you're making a sacrifice then every time you go to that party, you're like, oh fuck, like I can't drink. This sucks. Like this is the worst. And that is what makes it, that's what makes it bad. Yes. But if you go there and you're like, yo, I'm not drinking, but I'm going to be a life of the party. Let's go. Let's, Let's go. have some fun tonight. Like I'm ready. Right. Like it's that mindset. It's celebration. 100%. Like we want you to feel like you're getting some of your life back. Celebrate. You're sober and it's fucking awesome. You don't get a hangover and you're productive. Right. You love it. And you're still the life of the party because you're so excited about living that people around you can feel your energy. And you don't need something for that. Like a lot of the time it's like, we're stressed out and you don't need wine when you're stressed out. Like for me, I used to think like to calm my stress, I needed a, a big glass or box or like two boxes, three, whatever floats about <laughs> uh, to calm my stresses. But I don't need that. And I've realized now I'm like, I'm a strong human being. Like I can get through really hard situations without drinking my way through them. And then when I come out of the situations, I don't feel hungover. I feel fucking like rejoicing. I feel strong. I feel good. You know, I don't let any stimulant control me. I control my life. Me, 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 me. Rejoice. Everybody rejoice. That was good. That was good. So um, here's how you do it. If you want to enter, commit to sober February and rejoice. The way that you're going to enter with us, like Kirsten and I are going to be writing posts uh, every day in February. Let's do that. Yeah. So day one, day one, day two, day three, we're going to call it sober February. Yeah. We're also going to do a hashtag. The hashtag is sober Feb. Sober Feb. Sober Feb. That's it. So we were going to do Sober February, but there's a lot of uh, like hashtags that are already in there. Mm -hmm. The way that we'll know who's actually doing the challenge with us is just do hashtag Sober Feb. Me and Kirsten are going to do it. You guys can follow along with us. You can lead by example. Another thing that I want you guys to do, you guys, is like every time I get a craving for nicotine, you want to know what I do? I rejoice! That so I'm whatever your word is, I'm excited. I'm grateful. I love it. Enthusiastic. Enthusiasm. Yeah. So like every time you guys get a craving to like drink or have a puff of the ganja, I want you to rejoice. Rejoice. That you made the decision to stay sober all February. And like, guys, go on your story. Like tag us. Tag us. If you guys do rejoicing videos and you tag B Mark Fit and Kirsten Lee in your story, we're going to reshare it because we fucking Jeez. love it. A hundred percent. Rejoice. If you go on your story and you rejoice, I will be sharing that. I'll be shit sharing everywhere. the shit yeah, out of you. Sure I will share you so hard. You I won't even. You, you won't even know what hit hard. you. You won't even know. You won't even where know. You, you won't even know. It'll be everywhere. So if you want to do the sober February challenge with us, hashtag sober Feb in your posts and go on your story and rejoice. Rejoice. Go on your story and rejoice. All right, that's it. That's all you got to do. Sober February in your posts and rejoice in your stories. And be excited. And about be it. excited, guys. Be excited. This is exciting. Reprogramming with rejoice. Rejoice. Exactly. I'm excited. I'm pumped. I'm excited, guys. And that brings us to the end of today's podcast episode. That's it. That's all. I'll talk to you soon. Peace. <laughs>